All right, Super Bowl 55. That was not fun to watch. Um, yep, Super Bowl 55. Tampa Bay Buccaneers end up coming on top. 31-9 over the Kansas City Chiefs in a really, um, really disappointing game. I mean, really. Like, it, uh, it reminded me of two years ago, the Rams versus the Patriots, you know. Um, and I'm a Rams fan, so it sucks saying that. I mean, obviously, we lost that game, but it was just like, um, that game was like low scoring. I think what the final score was like 13-3 to or something. It was something ridiculous, and... This one was obviously a little bit more ice scoring, nine to thirty-one. But I mean, just not a whole lot of offense or uh, big plays. I mean, Tampa just kind of you know took their time. They were pounding the ball a lot. Leonard Fournette was um, awesome for them, uh, uh, and yeah, they just kind of bled the clock there, especially at the end when they got up when they got up twenty-eight to nine. Uh, it was kind of them just consistently running the ball um, and then just throwing it when they have to, uh, sometimes second down, sometimes third down, uh, to catch uh, that defense off guard, which was really reeling the whole game, which was really surprising me. I mean, the Chiefs, when you think about the Chiefs, you obviously think of Patrick Mahomes, you think of Tyreek Hill, <clears throat> you think of Travis Kelsey, you think of, you know, Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy, you know, a high-tempo uh, offense, uh kind of um, like the Golden State Warriors on the football field, really, you know, never out of a game, um, always, you know, fast paced, able to get back in it, you know, even when they were down, when they were down 28 to nine, I was like, uh, in the third quarter, I was still like, okay, like they've been playing horrible, but Mahomes gets out there, you know, uh, makes a couple of big plays to Tyreek or Kelsey or something, man, they're right back in this here. Uh, if they can get a score, defense get another stop or turnover or something, man, they'll go down there and score, and it's a, you know, six, five-point game, something like that, um, and they're right back in that thing, but, you know, they never got their footing. A um, couple of big things, just wanted to hop on here and uh, talk about a couple different things. Um, the biggest thing that I think affected the Chiefs was – Yep, the defense couldn't get a stop. They were able to get a couple, but, you know, uh, 31 points, that's not manageable. They should be able to score that. I think that the Chiefs' average, their offensive average is just over that. I think it's like 31 and a half or something like that. So they should be able to score that. But uh, for me, I'm solely looking at the offensive line. Uh, when Eric Fisher uh, tore his Achilles, um, I believe it was in the Buffalo game, a couple weeks ago, um, and that offensive line had to get reshuffled. That uh, that was concerning, and I don't know why um, myself, being the big old clown that I am, uh, thought a uh, mixed up offensive line uh, and still uh, placed pretty much all of my uh, bets on the Chiefs. But uh, that's a different story for a different day about uh, that big red clown nose that I wear in uh, size twenty five shoes, but. Um, anyway, I think that was, um, really the big, uh, issue in this game for the Chiefs. I mean, every play, every play, like if you go back and, you know, watch, watch the cut up of the game, you know, you can see anytime Mahomes gets the ball, it was, uh, you know, either Barrett or White 
um, uh, JPP, someone was just coming off the edge every time, and he's just running for his life back there, you know, sprinting back 10, 15 yards and trying to turn and, you know, making Juke get out just to get the ball out to give it a thing. And that's why I'm not putting this loss on Patrick Mahomes at all. This loss is not on him. Obviously, he's the quarterback. He's the leader of the team. He's got to do what he needs to do to get them into a position to win. But he was doing everything he could. I mean, the play that really described that for me was, I think it was about halfway through the third quarter. Uh, Maybe it was beginning of the fourth quarter. But he's literally getting tackled from behind about 15, 16 yards behind the line of scrimmage. And it was, I think it was fourth down. So, you know, it was like two down territory and had to go for it. They were down at that point, I think 28 to nine still. Um, And he's fallen down. Uh, and he somehow still gets the ball 24-something yards down downfield into the end zone to give uh, – it was either Hill or Hardman, uh, one of those guys, um, a chance, and it just bounced off the hands. I mean, uh, wide receivers couldn't catch anything. Uh, Kelsey did have a, I mean, decent game, but it just didn't like, you know, 10 for 133, but it was like a lot of that wasn't like normal stuff. He caught 10 of 15. Um, uh, average 13.3, didn't get a touchdown. Uh, but you know, you know, he had a 33 yard catch. So, you know, uh, nine for nine for a hundred, you know, that's not bad besides the 133 yard one, but, um, uh, shoot, not, uh, not that great. They had a, and it was, uh, it was the timely, it was the timely drops too, that were really, uh, surprising too. uh, Kelsey coming out in the second half. It was a big third down. Um, had the route uh, to do it. Mahomes put it right in his hands and uh, um, he dropped it. And before that, he had slipped and fell. Um, and it was weird because the play prior to that as well, uh, they were running a little bubble uh, type screen or, uh, you know, um, route right there off the right side of the uh, line. And a uh, uh, guy makes, I think it was Hardman, uh, makes a move back and then just slips and ends up losing a yard or only gaining a yard or two. But uh, yeah, it was really, really surprising. I think that was the biggest um, surprise. The biggest, the biggest trouble and reason they lost the game was the offensive line. But the biggest surprise for me was uh, definitely the way the receiving court uh, played. I mean, you look at Tyreek Hill, um, seven catches, 73 yards, uh, not a touchdown. Longest one was a uh, 23, uh, was seven for 10, got targeted 10 times. Uh, then everyone else, no one else had more than two catches. Uh, so literally 17 of 26 catches uh, were from Kelsey and Hill, and they're obviously going to get most of your targets, but a lot of, a lot of your big plays come from, you know, Kelsey and Hill drawing double teams because you got to double team them. Otherwise they're going to shred you every game. Um, if you don't, and they did a good, good job on that. They went, um, a lot of times, even when they tried to run, uh, some switching routes with Kelsey and Hill, um, uh, you know, Hill would go deep and then they're like, okay, they got, uh, two safeties going deep on, uh, Hill, but then they're like, oh yeah, we're going to have linebacker, uh, bigger linebacker and quarterback come underneath. Uh, with Kelsey to watch that. They love hitting Kelsey in the knee. 
so a lot of those come with Demarcus Robinson, Nikhil Hard, uh, uh, Hardman, uh, sorry, Sammy Watkins. But you know, uh, Sammy Watkins only targeted once, caught it for 13 yards. Uh, Demarcus Robinson one for two. Uh, uh, Cole Hardman two for six. Uh, that's surprising to me. Uh, one for two for uh, Pringle. Couldn't really get it going. Then you look at the ground game as well. Uh, Edward Tolaire. Uh, nine carries, 64 yards. Uh, Mahomes, their second leading rusher, five rushes uh, for 33 yards. Uh, Tyreek Hill, they only uh, ran one play to him, uh, got five yards out of it. And uh, I think that's Damian Williams, right? Uh, Daryl Williams, uh, two for five. I mean, uh, I was really surprised how little they ran it. I think, I think you know, with Eric B. Enemy, Andy Reid, I mean, they always have such a good um such a good game plan that I was surprised really that first drive coming out they uh they went pass 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 I think uh the first drive I mean I can uh <laughs> you know let's kind of go back here to the first uh uh first drive right here I got it pulled up yeah they ran six plays and they threw it uh they threw it all six times uh yeah, so that was surprising. I don't know. I don't know why, because Edward Delaire, even though, you know, he's coming back from injury a couple uh, couple weeks ago, I mean, he was running good to start that second half, you know. Uh, had a 26-yard run in there at uh, one point, but, you know, average seven and a half, uh, 7.1 a carry. Uh, I wish they, uh, from a Chiefs perspective, I wish they would have got him the ball more. Um, I think he should have had, you know, anywhere – 12 to 16 carries, and I think uh, Williams should have had uh, four to seven carries like that. Then you mix in the five from Mahomes. I think that's a good recipe for success on the ground, especially because they weren't having any success uh, throwing the ball. And I think, um, unfortunately for the Chiefs, they just, you know, they got behind uh, early, uh, and they got behind like, uh, what was it? I mean, they got down 21 to six in the first quarter, uh, and then it was, uh, eventually 28 to nine, you know, there shortly after, uh, into the second quarter. So they were just trying, uh, you know, they had to try to pass it back in the game. And, you know, that's obviously their strength with Mahomes and, uh, Kelsey and Hill, uh, being one of the best trios, uh, in the NFL, if not the best. So, you know, yeah, they were playing to their strengths, but, um, I'm really surprised even, you know, you saw the second half when they came out and ran more with Hilaire that, you know, they kind of made a little bit of adjustments, but I'm just surprised that that adjustment wasn't made, uh, you know, going into the second quarter. I mean, like, hey, uh, we got to get more. Yeah, they got a field goal their first uh, drive out in the second quarter, but um, I, from their perspective, I would have liked to see uh, get the ball game, uh, uh, ball rolling more and stuff like that because their defense was struggling, you know, the uh you never you never blame officials uh that's you know stupid but officiating was um they were the, some of the calls were really bad in the first first half definitely um and it was definitely really one-sided I mean there's no literally denying that the stats pull that up I don't have the penalties pulled up in front of me but I mean uh some of those penalties were uh ridiculous and the numbers were absolutely crazy um but you know Besides that, I think, you know, you're running the ball um, and stuff like that. 
you see your defense is struggling, especially when you get down, you know, 14-3, whatever, uh, 21-6. Eventually there, you see that your defense is struggling. You know, if a team puts up 21 points on you in the first quarter of the Super Bowl, then, you know, you got to make some adjustments. You got to make adjustments now. You can't wait till halftime. Uh, so that's what I was really surprised about there. Um, the receiving core, the lack of establishing the running game early and often for that offense. Um, uh, yeah, that 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 was really surprising. Um, the defense for the Chiefs, uh, a lot of shooting themselves in the foot, a lot of silly penalties. That doesn't uh, doesn't make sense. I mean, the Chiefs, even last year, they uh, my opinion on them was they are a solid defense, but they are not. They have good players on defense, but as a whole, they're like an all right defense. It's just like I feel like it's one of those situations where it's like defense hold them below twenty eight or below, hold them below twenty eight or below and our offense, and Patrick Mahomes, the best player in the league, you know, we're, we're confident him and this offense can go out there and, you know, outscore the 28. So I feel like that's what, like that, and we even saw that last year where, you know, uh, the Chiefs were down 10 in the fourth quarter, and uh, that's what I was kind of, I was kind of waiting for. I, I rewatched some of the game from last year, last night, and uh, I was uh, watching the mic'd up version, and uh they were just like, yep, that's what we need. We just need to stop, you know, when Mahomes threw back-to-back interceptions. Um, uh, then they were like, we need to stop. Came out, got stopped. Then they came down, got that touchdown to Kelsey. Then it's like, hey, hey, we're turning. We're turning. Defense goes out there again, gets a big sack, forces a punt, um, and it's going back the other way. Then all of a sudden it's like, bang, Chiefs lead. Uh, bang, last drive. They get a stop. Uh, come back. Chiefs running out the clock, end up running a touchdown in, and then there's your big ball game uh, to score deficit. And that's what I was kind of waiting for for them. This was obviously a bigger deficit, would have been the biggest since um, uh, their, uh, I think it was their divisional game last year against Houston. Um, But I'll never, um, I kept texting. I was texting with some people during the game, my uncles, and I was just like, I just um, think Mahomes is the best player on the field. Wasn't ready to say that he was out of it until clock hit. Uh, you know, triple zeros, uh, all zeros, whatever. And um, I was waiting. I was just waiting. And, uh, you know, Mahomes, he still, he completed more than 50% of his passes. QBR was not great. Uh, 49.9 QBR, uh, 52.3 rating. QBR doesn't honestly mean a whole lot. Uh, you know, especially a lot of that was, a lot of those passes was just like, you know, like I said, him running from his life because of the mixed up offensive line and, you know, just trying to make something happen because no one was catching anything, nothing. He wasn't able to uh, get anywhere. He got sacked three times for 27, and I'm honestly surprised that number is not higher. I would have pictured at least five, in my opinion, but the sack three times 27 yards, that's big too. Um, then we'll move over to the Bucks, the winning side. Um, I actually do. Uh, there are a few players that I do like on the Bucks. I just cannot stand uh, Brady. I don't know many people that can, unless you're a, a Michigan fan or uh, just a fan of him in general from the Patriots or obviously now at Tampa. But, um, you know, there's obviously no denying he's a good quarterback. Um, 
you know, not a stellar game. I don't think he should have won uh, MVP. I think that was a little ridiculous, but that's uh, obviously biased with any uh, award or anything. Uh, the defense should have won it, I thought, especially uh, after that last interception that Devin White had on Mahomes uh, in the end zone to end the game. Uh, I definitely was like, that should be the MVP. I mean, he was incredible, but Mahomes or Brady was 21 for 29. 201 yards, nothing crazy, three touchdowns, no interceptions, only got sacked once, you know, uh, good offensive line, obviously, uh, you know, helped him there, and I know that, that that's what they were trying to get, uh, obviously drafting Tristan Wirfs last year, they needed to get offensive linemen uh, last year, because they knew they needed to protect him, um, and that's what they did, they did their job, they did what they're supposed to do. Running the ball, they had a good mix of uh, Fournette and Jones, 16 carries for 89 yards and a touchdown from Fournette, uh, with Ronald Jones chipping in 12 for 61. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that balance attack that you need that the Chiefs lacked this game and didn't uh, do more of. Uh, receiving uh, Gronkowski, 6 for 71, two touchdowns. I mean, he was just out physicaling uh, the Kansas City defense at points. Uh which, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's only so much you can do. Uh, <laughs> as much as you uh, either don't like Brady or Gronk, I mean, uh, it's it's a hard connection to stop. I mean, there's literally no denying it. I mean, uh, he's just so big, and he was out physically then, one, at the line of scrimmage, and then, two, he's just so big, you know, going down the middle of the field that they're worried about the playmakers on the outside with the likes of, you know, Mike Evans, you know, Chris Godwin, AB, uh, you know, guys like that at the outside uh, that they were, you know, then Gronk's just rolling up the middle and he's like, okay, here. And that's how he got his two touchdowns. Uh, you know, there, uh, Fournette out of the backfield was huge with 46 yards. Uh, Mike Evans only one catch, but it was a big 31 yard one. Uh, Happy for Antonio Brown, 5 for 22 and a touchdown, uh, long as 16, man. Happy for Antonio Brown. I know he's a controversial figure uh, and stuff like that, but I really do think he's a good player. Uh, been in some bad situations. Yeah, he's done some stupid stuff over the last couple uh, stops in his NFL career and stuff like that, but really do like the guy. I think he's awesome. Uh, uh, besides that, the receiving core didn't do too much, you know, uh, couple guys looks like four guys had some targets didn't catch them uh chris godwin didn't do much two for nine he had a, a big uh well it wasn't a drop but he caught out of bounds that uh would have gave him a little bit more yards there but uh yeah then you look at the defense i mean devin white i don't know how you don't give the guy the mvp uh with uh <laughs> with this i mean uh devin white 12 tackles eight solo two tackles for loss. Uh, he had one pass defense and, uh, he got that interception. Uh, yeah, that was solid for them. They executed their game plan. They got pressure on the outside. Like I said, uh, forcing Mahomes to, to move. And with the mixed up offensive line, he, uh, Mahomes did all he could in trying to get out of that, but they were so good at trying to keep him in that box that he, you know, tries to spin out, but then they're there. So now he's having to do so much work just to even get the ball off. Um, it's hard for that. And then it's like, even if they're trying to put him in the box, he can't do what he normally does and step up. 
because then the guards are now uh, sort of mixed up too because I believe they had to move uh, a guard to tackle and get a backup guard in or uh, some sort of that. I'm not sure of all the exact movements, but, you know, you have all this up, so then you're even getting uh, pressure up there with uh, the likes of Vita Vea and Sue uh, coming up the middle and then, you know, Levante David uh, and either Devin White either staying in the middle or helping coming off the edge with uh, JPP and them boys, uh, uh, Will Golston, uh, uh, happy for him, uh, go green MSU Spartan dog in the ring. Uh, uh, he was awesome coming off the edge. Uh, let's see, what is his stats? I actually did not look at that. Will Golston. Okay. Didn't have any tackles. He got a QB hit though in there. Um, but he's a beast. He's a big, uh, presence. Happy for him. Uh, uh, Spartan Dogs, and uh, what was it, Drew Stanton as well, yeah, Drew Stanton, I think he was what, signed, I think he was signed on Christmas Day for them, uh, sucks, I wish Le'Veon would have, uh, <laughs> would have got a ring, uh, one of my favorite MSU players of all time, but, uh, you know, hasn't really played much, and I'm really, was really surprised about that too, I thought he would have got some more run, I think he still has uh, some good ball left in him, especially if given the chance. Uh, but we'll see. But now, uh, rough Super Bowl, but uh, nonetheless. And let me say this too: while we're moving out the games, and just before we stop talking about the Super Bowl and moving on to the, the draft and next season, you know, uh, some of the commercials were solid. They weren't. There wasn't that many great commercials. Um, the Cheeto one was funny. Obviously, we got a trailer for Falcon the Winter Soldier. I'm still kind of disappointed. I heard the rumor. I retweeted it on Twitter. Um, that uh, I heard there was two to four uh, that Marvel trailers that Marvel had out. It was uh, like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, another Black Widow one. Um, then I think it was a Shang-Chi one. And I can't tell you the last one. Eternals, I think. Yeah, that was it. Didn't only got one of those. We had a Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but hyped for that uh, turning into uh a Marvel podcast now, but no, commercials were solid. Um, it was still a good time. Uh, whatever, even if the game didn't live up to, uh, to the hype, unfortunately, and, uh, uh, whatnot, but solid game overall. Looking forward to now we are what about, uh, two months away from the draft, draft combine, all that fun business. And then we are, what, seven months now away from the next season, which um, I'm very excited about as uh, the Rams love Jared Goff, everything he's done for the Rams. But now they got Matthew Stafford. I think that's the missing piece. Um, Take this team over the top, you know. I think if they make, uh, you know, solid moves, re-sign the players they need to sign, John Johnson, uh, keep guys like that, Gerald Everett, um, if they can keep that number one defense in the league intact, um, and just draft well, uh, one of the best, uh, best coaching staffs in the league, uh, Sean McVay and their player development staff at developing players draft well, um, find some gems in late rounds cause they don't have early picks. Obviously they don't have another first rounder until what, 2024, um, just continue doing what they were doing develop these players and I think they have a real shot at uh, winning the Super Bowl next year I would love uh, 
Rams versus Chiefs, Chiefs Super Bowl next year. Uh, that would be awesome. Uh, there's going to be a lot of stuff to talk about, uh, a lot of stuff diving into the draft going into next year. But, yeah, man, this was fun. like talking on here, uh, hopping on here with you guys. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm going to lock in my early, really early 2021-2022 Super Bowl pick. I'm going to go with the L.A. Rams over the Chiefs next February, a year from now in the Super Bowl. Uh, hopefully that comes true. We want a little revenge and, um, you know, I love the Rams, uh, Carolina, they got the eighth pick this year. They're, uh, my other team that I, um, other one of my teams and, uh, they are looking for a quarterback right now. Uh, got the eighth pick in the draft. See, they were also in on the Matt Stafford, uh, trade talks. So, uh, we'll see what they end up doing. Um, I think they should just end up keeping the eighth pick and roll with uh, Teddy for another year or so and see if they can't get a free agent or uh, uh, get a good draft pick next year, uh, draft one in the draft this year because I think, you know, they uh, they got a solid defense. They got good wideouts and stuff like that. But a um, uh, little preview of the draft I want. Um, I've been on it for months. Uh, I hope they get Kyle Pitts, number eight pick. Uh, obviously the best tight end in the draft and uh, big help. We haven't had a solid tight end since uh, Greg Olson down there in Carolina. So that'll be big little preview for the draft uh, draft preview shows uh, that we'll have coming on here um, in a couple of months as we move towards the NFL draft here um, and other stuff too. Uh, MSU basketball uh, finally getting back in the win column as we're talking about another one, uh, another sport. We move towards March Madness, uh, NBA, all-star break coming up soon, even though it's kind of ridiculous they're even having an all-star game. Uh, but yeah, but thank you guys for listening to this uh, post-game Super Bowl uh, podcast. Uh, it's been your boy ST here. Um, make sure to follow me on Twitter. Um, Twitter, Instagram, everything. Y'all know what to do. Check out my YouTube. Even though I haven't posted in a while, follow me on Twitter at Scott Troop 16. Uh, you know what to do. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and I will see you guys. Well, I won't see you guys, but I'll talk to you guys in the next one. Peace out, gang.